Welcome to the Incomparable Podcast, a podcast from 10ofthose.com. This is a podcast exploring the character and attributes of God. Each episode in this series is an extract from the book Incomparable, written by Andrew Wilson and read by Neil Gardner. The full book explores 60 characteristics, but this series is designed to just give you a little taster, picking out 15. Each podcast is like the chapters in the book, fairly short, five to seven minutes long, and so hopefully very manageable. If you want to read the whole book or listen to the audiobook, visit 10ofthose.com where you can purchase the physical, audio, and ebook. So without further ado, let's dive into episode two that has the title God Exists. We hope you find this podcast a blessing. The Bible never tries to prove the existence of God. It would be like a math textbook proving that 1 plus 1 equals 2, or a historian trying to show that there was such a thing as the past. There would be no point. To the Bible writers, God's existence is foundational, essential, and startlingly obvious. So anyone who does not believe in God, the psalmist says, is quite simply a fool. Lots of clever people since then have come up with ways of proving God's existence, and some of these can be useful. But it is interesting that, in a book spanning 2,000 years of history, and with stories about all sorts of people who don't believe in him, the Bible never presents an argument for God's existence. It is so obvious, it doesn't need to be argued for. Many people today think the opposite. Lots of people believe that non-belief in God is the default view, and science has removed the need to add God into the picture. People take it for granted that God doesn't exist, and if you say he does, they will want you to prove it scientifically. If you ask them to prove scientifically what they believe, of course, they are very unlikely to be able to, but mostly they will not see this as a problem, because it seems that the majority agree with them. There are two problems with this. One, the majority is often dangerously wrong. The majority of German officers in the 1930s agreed with persecuting Jews. The majority of 19th century Europeans thought black people were second-class citizens. The majority of medieval scientists thought the world was flat. But also, lots of beliefs we hold, often the most important ones, are just not provable scientifically. Take the statement, for something to be true, it must be provable scientifically. Can that statement be proved scientifically? Can you do an experiment in a lab to demonstrate that it is true? Or how about, my daughter loves me? How can that very important statement ever be proven? The fact is, we believe things because they make sense of the world as we see it, not because some outside authority, like scientific proof, says they are true. So the real question is, how does belief or non-belief in God make sense of the world around us? You see, every view of the world has to provide an explanation for every fact there is. People who do not believe in God still have to account for beauty, the fact that the world came into being in the first place, the occurrence of miracles, 
the awareness in people that there is such a thing as evil, the existence of things like conscience and emotions, and the sense of God that seems to be present in every civilization we have ever discovered. Often, the explanations provided for these facts are so ridiculous that they call into question the worldview itself, like the ways atheists try to explain Jesus' empty tomb. Denying the existence of God creates many more problems than it solves. The biblical perspective, on the other hand, accounts for the unbelief of other people in terms of sin. Look at Paul's argument in Romans 1, 18-20. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them, because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. People don't believe in God because they suppress the truth. They want to be independent of God without accountability for their actions, and so they don't want there to be a God. As Thomas Nagel, professor of philosophy and law at New York University, wrote recently, It isn't just that I don't believe in God and, naturally, hope that I'm right in my belief. It's that I hope that there is no God. I don't want there to be a God. I don't want the universe to be like that. It is simply foolishness and sin that lead people to deny that God exists. The Bible never argues for God's existence but titles it as the foundation stone of all thinking and living, because God's character is so clearly evident in creation. From morality to mercy, from miracles to mountains, God's existence is displayed in all things. Only the fool denies it. Thanks for listening. On the next episode, we'll consider God the beginning. Don't forget, if you want to get the book for yourself, you can purchase the physical ebook or audiobook from tenofthose.com. The book has the same title as this podcast, Incomparable, and it's written by Andrew Wilson. Why not consider sharing this podcast with a friend so you can listen along and learn together? See you next time. Hit subscribe so that you get the latest episode as soon as it drops.